Hello, and welcome to episode 309 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page, one panel at a time. In this episode, we have an interview with George McHale, comics creator and writer of Cover of Darkness, now on Kickstarter. George, thanks so much for, for coming back on the podcast. I'm really excited to catch up and, and talk to you. Um, but before we get started, let's do what we normally ask uh, for our guests. We ask for a, uh, a quick bio and then an elevator pitch for this book. Uh, okay, so my name is George McHale. I'm a comic book writer from Kelowna, uh, BC, Canada, and uh, I've been making comics for about four years now. Um, 40 years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> six foot one 220 pounds <laughs> and hailing yeah okay and uh let me see and uh a synopsis of the book uh so my comic book is a uh, cover of darkness it's like uh, game of thrones meets universal monsters it's about a family in medieval romania that gets separated from each other and they encounter uh like all the classic uh, villains so we got vampires werewolves the mummy creature from the black lagoon and a steampunk atlantean frankenstein um, within the family, there's twin shapeshifters, so you get like awesome battles, like gorillas taking on werewolves. I even got like uh, polar bears taking on yetis in this thing. It's nuts. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's six issues collected into hardcover, and uh, we're offering that in a Kickstarter launching today. Very cool. So um, with the with the six issues that you're putting together, you know, you said that this is Game of Thrones meets um, Universal Monsters. Do you sort of uh, take on one monster, uh, an episode, or an issue, or do they sort of bleed in? And, you know, it's it's a little bit of one person fighting this one, a couple pages. Like, how, how does that all work out? Yeah, so it was really important to me to have, like, uh, a good amount of time with each monster. I hate it when you watch, like, a horror movie, and it's all about, like, the final girl. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not here for her. I'm here for, like, the, the monsters. Like, at least that's my preference. So we split it. We split it with uh, with the family. Half of the book is follows our family's adventure. They're on a collision course with the monsters, and the other half focuses on a monster origin story. So in the six issue hardcover, you get five monster origin stories um, that are pretty badass. And we've reimagined these horror characters. So in our version, like the werewolves are Vikings, and okay. and so that's half the book. And then. Uh, the other half is follows the family, and then issue six is like our epic uh, conclusion. Very cool. And what was the decision to have uh, shape-shifting twins as your, uh, your your siblings in the family? Uh, that actually came from my co-writer, uh, Chris Cam. Um, she, uh, we were we were just kind of jamming on what we wanted to do when we put this thing together, and like. You know, we, uh, I had the idea with some of the monsters and she had the idea of like the, some of the family joining a circus and, and shapeshifters. And we kind of bring our own things to the, to the series because like she's really into like paranormal romance and, and horror literature. And I'm more of like monster movie. So mm-hmm. between the two of us, we kind of brought different sensibilities to our, our project. Cool. And, uh, you know, this is a spoiler or something you want to sort of tread lightly on. I'm guessing that with them being twins and being shapeshifters, there's the, the opportunity for them to sort of impersonate each other or sort of, you know, maybe do some things where if people don't know they're twins. They don't know that they're dealing with, with two people. And if you don't want to get into the spoilers, uh, you, you, you certainly don't have to. Um, 
so in the series the twins um do get split up um like issue three and then they're kind of okay. on their they're on their own journeys too so i don't know you get lots of just animal monster madness and if you split them up then you get kind of twice the amount <laughs> you know so it's, <laughs> it's pretty fun so so working with a co-writer um and i think maybe your answer a couple of answers ago might uh be a, a lead to this um how do you do you you said you guys riff and you you talk things out but how do you sort of divvy things up or um is is one of you more like the concept person the the plotting person and the other person sort of the character development person or is it a mixture of the two so the way that we did it is we uh we plot out the story together um we had uh poster boards and like little post-it notes and we mapped out like each character's journey there's kind of five main human characters that uh each have like an arc and so we plotted out like their plot their plot like what they're actually doing and then how they're feeling emotionally throughout it and then we kind of chose uh, our own characters to write more or less so um you know chris writes more of zelina and uh and jericho and i write more of uh andra jonas and uh, Thalassa. That's kind of how we split it up. And then we take turns writing the monster origin stories. And yeah, that's that's how we did it. So we're, we're both pretty involved. And once one of us writes it, then we send it to the other one to kind of work on a on like kind of the second draft of it. So it has a pretty consistent voice throughout, uh, despite there being two writers. Cool. And I guess the sort of sharing it back and forth is helpful if there's like a big thing that helped. Uh, happens i'm just like i was just thinking like what happens if kirkman wrote um the walking dead with like a co-writer and and spoilers didn't tell the the other person that um rick got his arm chopped off like and then that person's like rick uh, is climbing a mountain now so i guess it's good that you guys are staying in touch and not sort of going off in your own uh you know writing worlds too much yeah no you can't keep secrets from your co-writer <laughs> <laughs> you got to go full spoiler all the time with them <laughs> very cool and let's talk a little bit about your your art team um do you have the the same art team throughout the the, the six issues yeah yeah it's the same artist uh all six issues his name is mj hiblin he's an artist from the uk he works digitally using just his finger he doesn't use a stylus and uh, he his artwork has like a real kind of gritty kinetic energy to it and uh, it fits the subject matter really well this guy is good at drawing monsters very cool so was that sort of a an online connection you had made you said hey i uh i have this idea um i'm looking for somebody uh, i'm guessing maybe you said preferably uh you know excited to draw monsters and you sort of got a bunch of uh, queries back yeah i reached out to mj um like he, he has a 250,000 followers on Instagram. Um, and uh, he, he's great at drawing monsters. So I, I was kind of like looking for somebody to be my artist on this. And uh, I saw his work and I reached out to him and he's like, this is my like dream to draw monsters. So he was all, all in on it. Uh, and the, does he ha handle the coloring as well? He does. Yeah, he does. He does everything. Uh, 
so and then I'm guessing um do you did you bring a letter on 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 the team? Yes. Uh our letter is Nikki Powers. Mm-hmm. And uh we've been uh one thing that's kind of cool about this our book for people who are new to the series is uh this is the start of like a a long journey. Um Chris and I and MJ and Nikki have been working on this for over 4 years now. And we were in the indie world just kind of doing it ourselves for a long time. And then we were picked up by SourcePoint Press. And then the books came out from January until June. All six issues were released in the comic book stores. And the graphic novel is uh, in stores now. But this is a chance to get the hardcover that's exclusively through the Kickstarter, or maybe later on at conventions, and um, and the card game, which is all new, too. And this is the first time the card game. That's um, really cool. We're well at, yeah. Um, Please, we're go well ahead. ahead I'll you off. Of, um, we're well ahead of like of just the six issues. We have a, a follow-up series um, completed, like 100% finished. So that's done. And then there's also these one-shots that are coming out in comic stores. Um, we have three one-shots. Uh, the first one's out in November here, in the darkness, uh, which just kind of give origin stories to some of the supporting characters in the series. So you're entering into like a big world. Very cool. And so I was looking um, and, you know, you and I run in a lot of the same circles and online. So I've seen some of the stuff and you mentioned this earlier, um, the card game, that's part of the, the Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. And I, I was thinking earlier today, I was like, that's got to be a really cool idea because anybody who would have been in on the, the six issues or maybe even the trade, this gives them something uh new to to bring to their experience with the book right yeah i'm pretty psyched about this game um so i've always loved making games my dad used to make games when i was a kid um so i'm like poster board and some of that ruler and pencil and he would make board games um so i wanted to make a game and uh one game that i had been introduced to recently was it's called golf It's, it's an old card game where play with regular playing cards and more pairs you get trees of kind they uh, zero out your score and you want to have the lowest amount of points essentially and uh, you work with like a, a grid of cards six cards in front of you three of them uh, you're allowed to look at only one time and the rest mm-hmm. uh, remain unseen and you have to try and make pairs through your, your draw pile it's a fun game um because like if, if you're having a party or something like that, it it's it holds your attention, but you can also kind of have a conversation at the table as well. It doesn't have to be like the only thing that you're doing. And there's some fun moments of like, you know, with, with the kind of using your memory, if it fails you or you, you forget something, you can really screw yourself out of uh, of making a pair or making three of a kind. And, uh, and there's just like all these like fun moments in that game. And so that was the game I was finding I was playing the most when I was having like a party or having um, was this golf game. And so what I did, me and my daughter actually, and she's nine, uh, we reverse engineered this game at, to, so that you have to kind of make the, the highest score possible through getting these pairs. And then we created these like special cards. Like there's a, a grave digger card that lets you dig through the withdraw, the discard pile. And, uh, and you can get any card you like out of there, or there's the goblin card, which allows you to steal cards. 
even like a death card that'll like hurt you. And um, so we've taken that old game that's a lot of fun on its own, changed it up, added new things to it, and then put it on like these beautiful like tarot card sized uh, playing cards um, with with all of MJ's art on it. And just killer. So um, I'm really happy that it's finally coming out. I've been it's been over a year since we've made it. We've play tested it like hundreds of times. And it's it's fun. So I can't wait for it to be just kind of a part of like people's families and just and it's an all ages card game. Like yeah there's some scary monsters on it, but you can play with it. Uh, and so with the the card art, did you use art from the book or did uh, MJ do 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 uh, art for the the cards? Uh, this is art from the book. Um, I did use a few pieces of like covers that we didn't use or concept art that uh, you know it's like hey that concept art looks great like why don't I just like kind of polish that up and like put a background on it? So we it's mostly just stuff from the book. Um, we didn't commission a whole bunch of new art for, for the card game, but uh, we did bring in um, Dave Lentz, who's a letterer and graphic designer. He works with Sourcepoint Press on like Good Boy and a lot of Garrett Gunn's books. And he did the graphic design for the cards for me and, uh, and just put the, the finishing touch on the card game. So it, it looks really sharp. And uh, um, Lix Leon is a graphic designer and all around kind of creative genius over at source point as well and she designed the box and i've gotten a lot of help over there at source and putting this thing together and you know they have a board game division there mm -hmm. it was deep water games uh and now they've uh, extended uh, source point games and uh and so they're publishing the game and, and and so it'll be just a professional quality like proper game I made in the kitchen table. Very cool. And uh, with the with the series, um, correct me. Um, I think this is the case, but you you had a fair amount of, of covers for the, the the six issues that we saw in shops. Well, that was is that is that the case? Yeah, we had we had some variant covers. Uh, Scott McDaniel of uh, like Batman, Nightwing. Uh, He's an incredible talent, and uh, I was super stoked to be able to work with him. He did six variant covers for us um, that were released into stores, and then there's some other covers that uh, were done by like Carrie Nord, who worked on Daredevil, Barbarian, uh, Ali Garza from Teen Titans, uh, Tim Laddie from Ghostbusters. So there's there's uh, some cool. Uh, it's like a pinup section that we're hoping to get if we hit our stretch goals. Um, with the with the hardcover, um, we are going to be adding in ten pages of pinups, uh, so alternative covers, and kind of never before released artwork. And then uh, we all, if we hit our next stretch goal, then we'll have uh, ten pages of concept art by MJ, which is really mm -hmm. cool to kind of see the kind of behind the scenes stuff there. And the other two stretch goals we have are uh, kind of a director's commentary. Uh, so we're going to sit down and do like a round table of uh, me and Chris and hopefully MJ we can get on to kind of just discuss making the, the comic book and we'll go through it page by page. And then that'll be released as like a YouTube video that uh, backers will have access to. 
That's one of our stretch goals. And the last stretch goal is a signed book plate. So me and Chris will uh, sign these book plates and I might do a little sketch on them and then they'll get glued into the hard covers when they get signed up. Yeah, that sounds like all really cool stuff. And I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say anybody who's listening to a podcast called Constructing Comics would love to see that uh, behind the scenes director's commentary, the, the YouTube video of, of making comics. So that would be a, a really cool, cool thing for, like I said, anybody listening to a, a podcast called Constructing Comics. Yeah, I got that idea from a guy, Dan Price. He does a book called uh, Bigfoot Knows Karate. And he is doing this director's commentary thing as like a stretch reward. And I was like, that is cool. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm going to steal that, dude. Because like, and you make comics too, right? So, you know, like every page has like a story. So, um, or, you know, or a fun fact or a little tidbit, especially from the artist's point of view too. Um, so it'll be fun to just kind of uh, sit down and really like dig into the book and that'll be you know if you already have the the single issues of the floppies and uh and you want to get the hardcover there's like some cool bonuses to it yeah awesome so you know when this goes up this is going to be the the start of the kickstarter campaign you've been through some some kickstarters of, of your own in the past um so i'm sure you're sort of um, excited, nervous, um, you know, there'll, there'll be the rush of the launch and stuff like that. Um, anything you've learned from, from past Kickstarters uh, or anything you're trying to do um, new this Kickstarter? I know you mentioned that, you know, you, you saw something that somebody else was doing, the director's commentary. You're like, oh, that's something I could easily fold into to my campaign. Um, how's this campaign, you know, designed is it, it is you know you go with the trod and true stuff uh did you take any chances um you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing in the kickstarter yeah so source point has kind of given me some guidance there josh warner the editor-in-chief is and garrett gunn uh they they suggested that i keep it really simple and so we only have like four tiers um and it's digital download card game hardcover and then combination of everything Mm -hmm. that's it so there's four levels there's not like a ton of variant covers or prints or you know all this like extra stuff in it it's just kind of like lean and mean kind of proper kickstarter and mm -hmm. um we as far as like new things um you know i'm just trying to get out there and uh, this is my first time doing a launch page um so like before the kickstarter comes out you have like a page that people can go to and click to get notified when it uh, when it launches. So that's been a new addition for me. It's, it's kind of fun. So this is my third Kickstarter that I've run on my own. Um, so my first one I, was for a book called Fire Engine Red, and it was uh, not ready to go yet. And uh, that book, I went through three different artists on it um, in the creation of it uh, before uh, getting Ali Garza on on board, and uh, and then we we got the book out, but it took me a year to fulfill it, and I felt like just terrible about that. Like just all these people had given me their hard-earned money uh, in trust that I was going to deliver a book, and it took me a year to get it to them, and that was because the book wasn't made yet. Um, my second Kickstarter that I ran on my own was for a book called was for Cover of Darkness Issue One. This was like uh, two and a half years ago. 
and uh, and that was fulfilled within like two three months. The book was done, and so it was just like, you know, once the funds hit my th uh, account, do a print run and start mailing them out. So it was, it was pretty quick. I've done other Kickstarters through Absolute Comics Group. Uh, those are the guys that uh, publish uh, White Widow and uh, I Make Boys Cry. And they published my series called Resilience. That's been kind of a vultureless <laughs> situation, just kind of up and down. Um, hopefully, we have a Kickstarter that has yet to be fulfilled. It was it just finished in June, um, so that one is still outstanding. But uh, they assure me that they're working at it as fast as they can. So hopefully, that gets uh, out to everybody in the very near future. I'm I'm eager. You know, I've done end of it like the the book's written and illustrated and colored and and lettered and actually i have all i have five issues of that series finished and ready to go so uh, as soon as they get uh, released out into the world then we can move out move on to the next one but uh so that's been kind of my kickstarter experience and and not too much new this time but just trying to get ahead of the game with you know getting some promotion going before we launch Cool. And do you want to talk a little bit about the, the price points you have for the, uh, the, the Kickstarter rewards? Yeah, um, I think it's pretty reasonable. It's uh, so we got digital download is $10. The card game is $23. Um, the hardcover is $40. And then the bundle where you get everything is 55. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that sounds really good. I mean, um, you know, a lot of times when, when I see a digital download, um, uh, it, it could be tricky depending on, on the page count, but certainly with a six issue page count, you, you're gonna get plenty of reading for, for that, that, that $10. Yeah, totally, heaps. <laughs> uh, and I think it's gonna be like, if we hit those stretch goals, which I think we will, if we hit those stretch goals for the pinups and the concept art, those are the first two stretch goals. And okay. uh, um, that'll be an extra 20 pages of content. So it'll be over over 160 pages. Cool. And uh, what is your um, what is your sort of marketing plan? Um, you know, obviously you're here on, on a podcast. You, you have social media. I know you have your own show that you do on YouTube. Um, what's, what's your plan? You're just going to sort of uh, each day try to blast something new out there to hopefully get eyes and ears on the project yeah um i'm actually working with like a bit of a comic book publicist for the first time um so he's booked me on a bunch of interviews uh so i'm, do I'm doing podcasts and youtube channels um i have built my own email list from doing conventions i do quite a bit of shows so uh, just messaging people on my email list uh source point was kind enough to help me with some promotion as well. So they're going to, um, you know, uh, blast out to their followers uh, about the, the Kickstarter being live. And I guess that's it, you know, just that's the biggest thing is like, there's lots of people that would buy my book and it, but they just don't know about it. So it's just, it's just getting the word out. That's honestly, that's like half, half of what I do it seems like as the being a creative person is just like just trying to get the word out on my, on my properties. Yeah. So um, we're recording this uh, the evening before you launch, you're launching on the 
The 18th of October, that's correct, right? That's right, yeah. And what is the what is the end date um, for for the Kickstarter? November eighth. So November eighth. Three, uh, three weeks, yeah. So just over kind of Halloween time. Cool. And what was the decision for? Did you did you do any research, or did you just decide, hey, you know, um, I just want to do a three week campaign? Um, what was the what was the thinking there? That was recommended by uh, Josh Warner and Garrett Gunn at source point kind of the, the higher ups over there the big wigs over there so i was like all right you know these guys know what they're doing i should listen to them not, uh, not question it too much yeah i've seen a little bit of a um a move to the to the three week the 21 days um i think for one of two things um you're gonna have a unfortunately for all of us um, you're going to have a lull in the middle. So maybe it's just sort of um, decompressing that timeline that you have to experience that, that lull is, is, I'm guessing, is some of the thinking there. I think so. I don't know. Like, um, I'm pretty good friends with uh, Murphy over at Murphy Publishing there, too. She's editor-in-chief of that publishing line. And we do a YouTube uh, show together uh, called Inside Movies, where we review old movies. And she does a three-week model, too. For, for her books and but they do like you know five kickstarters a year and they're like really hustling so kind of cutting out those weeks and and just being really tight on their fulfillment uh they're like a operating machine man so, <laughs> you know i guess I'm, I'm not looking to be doing that many kickstarters uh, anytime soon but it'd be nice to do maybe two or three a year eventually and yeah so i'm just kind of like you know listening to people who've been very successful at, at other. That's cool. Um, so it's the, it's the, the fall season here. It's spooky season. Uh, perfect time for, for, for a monster book. Um, do you have any, uh, any con plans coming up here in, you know, October, November of uh, 2022? I do not. I hit it hard this year. I did 15 conventions in about 30 weeks. Um, throughout the summer, spring, and September. And uh, so I'm done right now for conventions. Uh, I'm actually working on a documentary. I got a, a grant uh, from a television cable provider here in Canada. Uh, so that's one thing I'm working on right now instead of doing the convention circuit. It's, uh, I love doing conventions, but I was just starting to get a little burnt out. Yeah, it seems like take this this holiday season, recharge, and get ready for the the spring and summer next year, right? Yeah, actually, I was emailing conventions for <laughs> February, February, March, like so. I'm planning to, but I'm just like just taking a break. Uh, it was 15 shows in 30 weeks is, is a lot. Yeah, yeah, cool. So um, I think we're getting sort of to the close. We talked about the the book. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about the, the marketing and, you know, running a Kickstarter. Um, so let's do this as we, as we close up, um, where are the best places, uh, to, to follow you online? Um, and, you know, give us, you know, one last, uh, pitch for the book. Uh, so the best place to follow me online is on Instagram at comic book, George, and, uh, you can find me um, on my movie review channel, uh, Inside Movies, or my 
uh, comic book interview show. It's called Inside Comics, where you've been a guest of. And uh, um, Cover of Darkness is available now. Uh, it's a hardcover and a card game on Kickstarter. It's a, a comic book that is kind of like Game of Thrones meets Universal Monsters. It follows a family in medieval Romania that gets separated from each other and encounter all, all those villains, vampires, werewolves, the mummy, each from the Black Lagoon, and a steampunk Atlantean Frankenstein about their journey back to each other. Uh, comic book resources that it was moving and dark in all the right. That's awesome. So uh, I'm going to have a link um, to your social media, but most importantly, I'm going to have a link to the to the Kickstarter in the show notes for anybody listening. You know, pull up the show notes in that pod player. You know, scroll, find that link, click it, and, and go check it out. Uh, awesome. So George, it's been awesome catching up with you. Um, I'm really excited um, to to see this collected edition, um, and it sounds like there's more in the world of uh, cover of darkness. So hopefully we can get together soon and, and talk some more when, when future issues are, are coming out and stuff like that. Absolutely, I'd love that. Very cool. So in addition to the Kickstarter link of, of George's uh, cover of darkness Kickstarter, there'll be a second Kickstarter link. It'll be for the Concrete Arcanum um, anthology. Um, that's an anthology on Kickstarter right now that I have a story in. Um, so you, please check that out if you can. Um, also, if you give us a rating and review on the podcasting service you use, we really appreciate it. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, Twitter is at ConstructedComPod, Instagram is ConstructedComicsPod, and Facebook is ConstructedComics. Just once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other, and go out there and make some comics. Thank you.